Good morning and welcome to another episode of Sweetness and Light. I'm one of your hosts, Justin, a.k.a. Justy, along with... Another one of your hosts, uh, Eric. Good morning, Justy. How are you doing? You know, Mr. EGCM, I am living la vida loca, as you like to say, right? Uh, occasionally, I suppose. I don't know that I've ever used that term, but um, but I'm aware of it. I thought it was a very Canadian phrase, is it not? Uh, there's probably Canadians who've said it. <laughs> Dude, how are you? You know, I'm pretty good, thanks. How are you doing? How's the family? I know that uh, you've been taking care of a, uh, a sick wife uh, three times COVID in, 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 in a very short span of time. Uh, well, first of all, thank you for asking. Secondly, what I'll tell you is that we had an argument last night about how many times she's gotten it. Because I said, you know, if I'm just looking back here, I think you've got it three to four times. She's like, no, this is at least the earliest thing, the, the most I've ever gotten. It's twice. I'm like, Kelly, I don't. I don't think that's right. I started counting things off and she goes, well, that wasn't COVID. And I'm like, but, but you tested positive. She goes, I think it was a false positive. <laughs> wow. Wow. So we both agree, though, this time it was COVID. She is recovering. She, um, uh, I, I want to get your take on this. So she's incredibly snotty today, uh, but she decided to take the kids and with some friends to a water park here called Typhoon, Texas. Now, I'm grossed out by the fact that she's so snotty and willing to go into wow. multiple pools and make a deposit. What are what are your thoughts? Yeah, I mean, you know, you, there's reason to be leery of some of these places anyway because of other people. When it's your own people doing it, um, that makes you question people's judgment. I mean, uh, and, uh, you know, I mean, public pools, as we know, certainly ones that have kids are already receptacles for a lot of bodily fluids, certainly a lot of urine and obviously saliva and snot and stuff are getting you're getting in there you know not to mention i guess millions of dead skin cells but but that's that's the price of swimming right like i mean that's just what what you know that's just that's just what happens but when you're adding in viruses uh to that um that's part of the mix you don't necessarily want you you know you know you know you're ingesting human yep. bodily fluids the other piece of it is 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 a little extra as you like to say um it's a little little down yeah yeah now i guess People talked, you know, for a while about that uh, that purple dye that uh, that if, if kids were peeing in pools or adults, it detected it and sort of made a stream coming out from the showing the shot. Um, and now, what can you tell me about that? Well, I will tell you a side note here on that. So we have a pool at our house, right? And so we were about to have a party when we first got it as kind of a welcoming party. And I said, listen, Kelly, can I buy some of this stuff to just see? Because I think that. But I always thought adults peed more than kids. It'd be great fun. But I wanted to call out adults that did it, right? I wanted ah. to see people. And uh, you can't buy it. I, I tried everywhere. I went to Leslie's. I went to all these different places. And you, they don't sell it anymore. So I'm bummed. So anyone out there that can get it for me, I would love to put it in my pool just to see who's really you know, doing it. Now, you think that the reason that they don't sell it is because so many people are peeing in pools. I mean, it's just going that like in a public pool, like in a public pool, hundreds of people You'd you'd have purple streams, you know, shooting out from different. If, if you could watch it, like you know, if it was like sort of like a fireworks display or like you know, black light, if that worked, it would just be like shots going off all over the place every few seconds. It would be like, yeah, it would be beautiful in a uh, in a in an asparagus kind of way. <laughs> uh, I think you're 100 percent correct, and I think what nails this point is that my wife is part of a group called the Hot Tub Like Book Club. Okay, so they basically talk about a book that they read in a hot tub. Well, she said the last time they went, it was at a friend's, I think it was Monica's house, actually. 
They were in the pool, in the spa for four hours drinking alcohol and no one ever left. I'm like, wow, you know that they're, and she's like, yeah, I peed at least four times. <laughs> wow. Wow. So there's a lot going on. So, you know, for any of the water sports people, this is like combining various kinds of water sports together. A hundred percent. So I mean, can you if, imagine, if, like, I, I wouldn't want to be in the water after, like, a, a polo match, you know, between you, the blood you, and everything oh, else? You mean a water polo match? Or you yes. would. Or you would, if that's your thing. Correct. It's not my thing. And did you notice how I, I, I had to toss it out there because it's been at least six episodes since I've said it. Water polo. Correct. Yeah. No. <laughs> Incorrect. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this. Um, so a couple things. It's funny, funny both of these subjects because there was just an article in, uh, in the New York Times about uh, uh, an older person who um, okay. not athletic and has taken up water polo in his, in his 80s because it's such an easy relaxing sport to do i sent that around to my friends who you know were like junior national team and coaches for the national team in canada and stuff for water polo and uh, they they admire the guy but they're a little horrified <laughs> that some guy in his 80s is claiming that water polo is a, a low impact simple you know n- non uh, non-athletic sport for non-athletes that uh, um they they you know they're happy he's out doing something and exercising and keeping in shape in his 80s but they don't like what he's saying about their sport. Um, one of my buddies is like, well, you know him. I mean, Ross. Uh, Ross, uh, Ross, you know, was a champion water polo player and a, and a yeah. coach, you know, the national team. And um, he's like, I'd like to think I was athletic in my youth. And I'm like, yeah, I'm sure you're very good at the flexed arm hang. <laughs> and what, what, how, how did he take that? He, um, he, 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 you know, he gave, he sent back a laughing. And I said, of course, this is all in a group text. So I, I sent back, you know, he sent, he sent a laughing emoji, but I don't know that he meant it. I think it was. I was like, gonna say, yeah. I, I, yeah. <laughs> I, I would take uh, take offense think, to that. I'm not gonna lie. I think that's sort of laughing on the outside. Uh, yeah, but not laughing on the inside. Hey, here, here's here's something interesting though. So um, okay. this is gonna this is gonna both blow your mind, but also uh, dash your expectations. I, I hate to do this to you. In fact, I almost I almost don't want to tell you this because it's. Uh, uh, given what you just said, it's going it's going to be very uh, it's very hurtful f- for you, and especially that you asked, you know, you requested that our listeners uh, help you with this. Yes, this is from Wikipedia, so you know we never say the most credible source, but a source. You're an indicator die. Okay. And by the way, for our longtime listeners, you might you might remember in our in the early days of this show, we used to read from different sources all the time. We just uh, you know we uh, we brought in the facts and we let people discuss them. Here's here's one more. The, here's a, here's revisiting. The early days of sweetness and light. Urine indicator dye is a mythical substance that is supposed to be able to react with urine to form a colored cloud in a swimming pool or hot tub, thus indicating the location of people who are urinating while they're in the water. A 2015 report from the National Swimming Pool Foundation, one of your favorite organizations, called this the most common pool myth of all time, with nearly half of Americans, including at least half the people on this call, uh, this zoo, this uh, this this show, with nearly half of Americans surveyed by researchers believing that the dye existed. Urine is difficult to detect, as many of the naturally occurring compounds within urine are unstable and react freely with common disinfectants such as chlorine, creating a large number of disinfection byproduct compounds from the original organic chemicals in urine. In an article published in 2000, so before you might have even been been trying to 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 uh, scope out Kelly's pee and, and her friends, 
Snopes confirmed such a dye did not exist. It Rumors never of the existed? origin of urine indicator dye go back at least as far as 1958. And the story is commonly told to children by parents who do not wish them to urinate in the pool. A 1985 mm -hmm. biography of Orson Welles describes him using such a dye as part of a prank in 1937. Oh, man. So our boy. So right around the time, you know, so uh, War of the Worlds and uh, and uh, Citizen Kane. War of the and, and yeah. And you're an indicator dye all from uh, from Orson. Uh Holy so I'm sorry, sorry to dash. Uh, this is I, I wish I wish our listeners could see Justy's face right now. Um, it just just shattered not just your expectations but a long held belief. I mean, your world has just changed for the worse. Uh, absolutely, and I got to tell you, it was so funny because I've asked for it, and when I went to Leslie's, which is a huge national chain, I think it may be the largest pool supplier out there, and they acted like, oh yeah yeah yeah, like we used to sell it. And I don't know if they're now. I wonder if they were just humoring me, like, "Oh, this guy's an idiot," or. <laughs> well, it may well be or they didn't. They didn't want to. I mean, you're a you know you you were probably a current and, and certainly possible future customer. Why would they want to tell you you're a buffoon? Oh yeah, yeah, <laughs> sir. I'm sorry. We uh, we don't carry that anymore. <laughs> now I'm not going to say that we ever carried it or it's real, but I'm just going to tell you we currently don't carry it. Yeah, yeah, that product that you're talking about that could conceivably exist. Um, we do, it's not in stock here or anywhere or ever. Um, but if we were to have it, you'd be the first to know <laughs> <laughs> when it's invented. I mean, when it comes in, we will call you. If you want to just put your name on this list right here with the other seven people who keep on asking about it. <laughs> And we put them in the remedial pile every time. Um, now, I do have to ask you, though, because so have you ever like, do you know what a pee strip is like? What? Oh, I thought you were going to ask if I'd ever peed in a pool. And I and you know the answer to that. Oh, I pee all the time. I'm going to fully. Of course it. I don't. I'm like, I have, I'm, I am a, I have class. You're a bad person. You got to pee in the pool. It's part of what you do. I mean, I certainly pee in the ocean. Well, that's totally natural, and you, that's that's expected, and it recycles. Well, you kind of have it, yes. to, although it makes you quite all of those rental uh, wetsuits that you use in scuba diving oh. and stuff like that. Oh yeah. god, that's why almost saw, every mean, time never. So rent. there's been so much, you know, again, bodily fluid and bodily, you know, and and skin and everything else, and you know, and whatever other the 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 last person, had. but so much urine has passed through the crotch of those. I mean, they must be designed with that in mind, right? Just like you can you can puke through a, a regulator, and it's designed to not only to uh, to accept that, but to uh, but to deal with it beautifully. Like I think I, you know, I've told the story about how that girl puked through a regulator and the otherwise dark. <laughs> Uh, you know, dark and, and on a stormy day, California waters in the kelp forest, and then suddenly it became beautiful because all of the the colorful fish ran, swam over to uh, uh, to to eat or eat the chum that she that she provided them. But um, <laughs> yeah, that's a uh, you were in the middle of saying something. <laughs> uh, I was, but we got so sidetracked. Um, all I'm going to say is that I I. I think we've belabored this point enough, but all I'll say is that I think a good person and a respectful person pees, especially I don't pee in my own pool, but I'll pee in someone else's without question. So you, that's interesting. So, um, <laughs> so you're marking your territory and I like you. So you're essentially you're laying claim to other people's pools to some extent. 
Well, my theory goes like this. Most people don't take immaculate care of their pools like I do. Like, I mean, I clean the filters all the time. Like our pool is awesome. And I go to most other people's pools and I can tell they don't care about it that much. So I'm like, well, if they don't care about it, why should I? But but you, you assume they're peeing in your pool. Absolutely. I'm just astonished, to be honest, because it never even occurred to me to pee in someone's pool. Well, shut up. I know you're no, a super I... nice Canadian, but you're you're totally not serious with that. I'm completely serious. I mean, it's just, I'm just shocked. I'm I'm a little shocked and disturbed, and I'm gonna you know I'm gonna think a little bit more. Like I think about that as a public pool issue. I didn't even I didn't even occur to me that it's a residential pool issue. Oh, you, my but, friend. I don't. Well, I know. know. I'm a little naive. I'm a little. I'm. I'm. I'm yeah. I mean. Um, our friend, uh, you know, friend Aaron Ray, who you know, who's who's involved in some of the uh, the projects I've been doing, and I've mentioned I'm in a writing group with her. Um, people were talking about the last writing I brought in last week, and uh, and had some suggestions, and that, and she's like, "That's fine, but Eric, Eric writes so PG or maybe PG thirteen, so sweetness and light." <laughs> wait, wait. She thinks you write PG-13. I would say you are easily an NC-17R kind of guy. <laughs> you know, it's she funny. Know I, you very I, well. I, she knows me very well. And I mean, she's like, you know, she's Marika's best friend. But she, um, um, here's the thing. She All writes right. the dirtiest stuff I've ever read. Like she, she, she. She sent me All a, right. a uh, you know, a, 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 a short to read. And. Even you're absolutely right. You know, I mean, I, I'm a total NC-17 person, and and contacts the the short that we we shot recently and are in the midst of doing post production. You know, is is a pretty racy, over the top that like we had uh, the sound person who's who's doing sound editing for it um, said the first time he watched it through, he couldn't even he didn't even listen he wasn't even listening for issues with sound or anything because he was laughing out loud so much and it was so and he said. You gave me so many images that I'm never going to get out of my mind, and uh, he was—he found it. Uh, he, I'd, I'd said I wanted to caution him before he watched it that it's a little off kilter. And he goes, "It's very off kilter and very <laughs> disturbing." But, um, but Aaron, on the other hand, you know, you get as soon as you get into this. I mean, there's th this thing she sent like without any warning. That was the only thing because I didn't know, like, I didn't know what I was reading. I just thought it was, you know, another another project. Oh from wait, a wait, she didn't preface it either. When she sent me the thing, no, she didn't yeah. mention that there was butt plugs and like you know and and and, and, a, and, a, and a lot of other types of you know a lot of anal a surprising amounts of anal penetration, you know, from just something that someone just sends you just to to read, you know. And I mean, hey, I'm you know I I support ass play obviously, but but um, but it was just like it, uh, it yeah, it was it, it, unlike unlike me who war who warned this guy. I it just came to me and, and um like it, when I say it came to me I mean it, she sent it to me so so by Aaron standards I and every other writer in the world is a bit PG thirteen <laughs> I got it you know I feel like this is a, the gauntlet has been thrown there's a challenge given that I I need to take this up because I've never read her writing but I'm willing to challenge her on this. I mean, it's kind of incredible because she had, you know, I read contacts in in this reading group, in this writing group, and um, or we had we had a read. You, they don't let you read any of your own part yet because you're listening to other people read it. And um, so she's heard, you know, she's she's seen 
tons of the stuff I've written. And um, and most recently, we've been reading, like I've been bringing in stuff from Weekend in Paris, which is the uh, screenplay Justy and I almost sold to Paramount and th that we're resurrecting. And uh, we just yep. got into the Big Black Fist section. And, and, and then um, a week later, Aaron said, I write PG-13. <laughs> well, Eric, I think that um, I think this is a good challenge because I think this is something that you and I need to work on. To yeah, no, she's definitely testing the stakes. She, yeah, yeah. So, so thank okay. you. I, I've already thanked the group in the credits for contacts because they had a great idea that for one, they gave one note that was really helpful uh, for for that script. And Justy's actually seen the movie, so so I can tell you that it's the uh, the conversation between Tom and Ivan um, mm. was written at. Well, no, that conversation was there, but it was them sort of sitting in at uh, at Ivan's home. Yeah, and they're like, you know, the whole point of this is is lack of human contact, and you know the, how disconnected everybody is, and that you know over over reliance on technology. Why don't you make it like a Zoom call? And I'm like, yeah, that's a great idea. I should should have thought of that. It, 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 I got to tell you, so first of all, it's a great suggestion, but it is it is when you're in the creative spirit, it does get you when they're like something so obvious and you're like, shit, why didn't I think? Of that? You know, yeah, like, yeah. And it, you have you having seen the movie, uh, you know, very early cut of it, but it's having that that's pretty effective. That Zoom call. Right. Like, I mean, that's uh, it's one of the funniest moments, to be honest with you. Yeah. And it's, it's, <laughs> to be honest, it's probably, you know, it's both more effective thematically, but also maybe even funnier. That is that it's um, the way that they're interacting through the yeah through the screens and stuff. I'm just gonna push the envelope here and say it's it's incredibly effective and it really is it it puts a bow on it is what I would say. Yeah, it, so, it ties it together nicely. So as a result of that, I thank the entire group, the break the breakthrough uh, writing group, like you know within uh, in, in the contacts. Uh, thanks. By the way, getting back to the to the to the pools though. And uh, pool hygiene and your, you know, your meticulous, obsessive cleaning of your filters. Um, yes. You do have a very abrasive tongue, so I guess you, you have more. It's easier for you than for other people. But um, our friend Eula, who's, you know, former girlfriend of uh, of Hugh our, our good friend uh, Paul, who, you know, the, the diplomat uh, who's uh, currently law in Taiwan. Group. Yeah, the law. Exactly. The law group. She, another one of her many boyfriends over the years, um, owned a pool company, like a pool installation. Hang and, on, Eric. And I'm just gonna just gonna pause there for a second here. Let's correct that statement because I'm sure she's gonna listen to this and not want to hear that she's had many boyfriends <laughs> over the years. Several, so, several. Okay. Yeah, in Quite one of few. her forays. Yeah, one of her one of her prior boyfriends was a pool um, company owner and. Okay. Uh, and he told her, and so she, and so this is this is him, and this and she subscribes to this. And now uh, I'd mentioned this to other Eric, and it's made him very leery. Um, sure. He never uses public hot tubs or anything because he said, if you've seen what's in the filters in public hot tubs, you would never use them either because the filter is stopping most of what's you know. But but there's so much like most of them are are clogged, they're over full, you know, stuff is penetrated. And by the way, what's in there that he's talking about specifically is. A lot of fecal matter. That's exactly. I knew you were going to go there. Oh, that's horrible. Because it's blowing. You know, I mean, these jets are blowing along your bodies, and they're blowing through your bathing suit. You know, up, up your up your crack, and and cleaning everything all else out, and then it's all just going back into and it's getting. 
for again that's why there are filters but he said those filters as a professional someone who's the one of the guys who goes in and maintains you know whatever the hotel or the club or the you know or the residential place people he said nobody cleans them enough he said oh. by the time by the time he gets to them they are coated in feces oh. and not just oh. one person's i mean so it's just like a melange of many you know and it's certainly like at a, you know at a hotel or a club like i mean you've probably had hundreds of different people so i mean i guess the nice thing is it's like a testament to diversity i mean it's everyone's poop getting together but it's um is that what you want I'm not sure I want a camaraderie between them. I want some. Uh, that's where you I want, want them separation. To be fighting? Yeah, I don't want them fighting. I want I want separation of that uh, those 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 feeks. Yeah. So anyway, so so as a you know, just one little button on our discussion. So there's no no such thing as urine dye indicator, sadly. And no. so for the the create you know for for the chemists and biochemists listening, please go ahead and make that, or the pool maintenance people. We and, support it. Yeah, and we're we're here for you, and we'll invest, 100%. and we'll buy, and we'll test, we'll test, <laughs> we'll test frequently, and um, and you know, use use public public hot tubs at, at your discretion, but be aware that you're lounging in in feces. You know, I think on that public service announcement, we need to kind of end this show, and I want to say that. Um, I'm just going to make a, a declaration right off the bat here that I am done with public pools the rest of the summer. I am so offended, but I know next year I will have forgotten all this and won't care anymore and I'll dive in and then you'll bring it back up and I'll stay at the pool next year too. Yeah. Well, just remember just remember the, the one rule of uh, swimming in public pools and especially hot tubs. Immerse yourself and swallow. <laughs> On that note, we bid you adieu. Adieu.